Tomatoes. You can't polish a sneaker, right? <laughs> throw, throw tomatoes at me. Do whatever you're going to do. It's Corso and Catone. Welcome in to Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. I'm real excited tonight, and you're going to be happy with tonight's show. If you like us reaming out some people in our industry, then you're really going to like this show tonight. And the guy that's really going to do the reaming is joining me, as always. Marcaton, welcome in. Joe Guarneri is going to chime in, and he's got us up on YouTube live. The live chat's open, so chat in. You're going to want to do that because we're going to, you're going to, you want to give your opinion on some of the things we're going to talk about tonight. Uh, also, feel free to give us a call, 855-313-PATS, 855-313-7287. Chat, call, subscribe. Make sure you hit, what's that, Mark? That thumbs up thing on, the, uh, yeah, on the screen. Give us a yeah. thumbs up, subscribe. Joe, you can let them know how to do that uh, up on the uh, chat. And Mark, listen, we're going to get to the reaming in a little bit, but I want to talk about the Celtics right now and the Bruins. And the reason why I want to talk about those two together is because I feel like they're, 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 very much, they're very much the same kind of team, each of them. You know, mediocre, average, right? You know, hovering around that eight spot in, the, uh, in their respective conferences. And so, Mark, we'll start with the Celtics. I mean, is this just simply an average team or is there just more to this? No, they're an average team. I mean, you are right. They are what they are. I mean, I just team has a lot of flaws, Chris. I think it, it starts, I think, with the general manager. It's the coach. It's the players. It's the construction of the roster. Like, there's a lot of things contributing to the fact that they're a 500 team. It's not one thing, right? And, you know. Yeah, listen, I mean, right now they're, they're eighth in the East, okay, uh, as of last night, I believe. They're eighth in the. I mean, you have to understand. We're coming on. We're coming on once a week. So we got a lot of stuff to to just yeah. pack in here. So they're as of last night. I believe they're eighth in the East. But the more glaring is they're seventeenth in the entire league. Yeah, you know, so that puts them pretty yeah. much in the middle. Yeah. You know, pretty much in the middle, an average team. And and to me, Mark, why? When I look at the why, is that because they have talent? I mean, they brought guys in like Tom. You know, they. Kemba Thompson, you know, Brown Tatum. They, they have overrated talent. Well, guy, explain, explain to the people what you, what your right, thought so, is on so, that. I'm so sick of hearing, well, they got two stars on their team. You know, they, they should be doing better. Listen. Yeah. They were all stars. I understand it. But listen, if you're going to win a championship in this league, Chris, you have to have a player that minimum, if you look back at the last eight, nine, 10 championship teams in this league, they've all had at least one, two guys, maybe three, who are top 10 players in this league, top five players in this league. I will argue that Brown and Tatum, neither one of them are a top 10 player in this league. All right? L listen, you got, tell me if they're better than any one of these guys I'm going to name. LeBron James, Anthony Davis, Steph Curry, Damian Lillard, Luka Doncic, Joe Kick from Denver, Kawhi, Donovan Mitchell, Joel Embiid, Kyrie Irving, Harden, Durant, Giannis, even Zion, a second-year player, is better than those two. Who he he his his shooting percentage is off the charts. It's like almost he's gonna set a record. They're not even in the top. Those were 14 guys off the top of my head, Chris. They're not better than either one of those, any of those 14 guys. 
there's a couple of guys on that list that I would argue ooh, ooh, about. Ooh. You know, okay, ooh. go through the list again. We'll say yes or no to each one. LeBron. Oh right, yeah, okay, no, no, they're not Anthony, as good. Anthony Davis. No. Steph Curry. Oh my God, Chris. Well, hold on, hold on. Listen, that. listen, listen. Here's why I'm not Tatum right He's now. He's the greatest three-point shooter in the history. Yeah, of I understand. He's the greatest oh. three-point shooter, and I get that, and I understand that. Okay, what I understand you, that. But Steph, Joe, Curry, get him off, Joe. Get him off. You know, you know what, Joe, Joe. Wait, did he just Joe. say he's the greatest? It took away from Larry Bird. Come on. Yes, yes, I did. Joe, get him off the air. He's contemplating. Oh, shut up, Mark. You know what? Let me make my point. Will you please? Oh, by the way, uh, you know, CA backs back the back. I call him the backs man. He's in as always. Let's go. He says the real deal. New England feel welcome in. We love it. Listen, Mark, be quiet for two seconds. Will you please let me uh, make, let me explain before you tell the people what a moron I am. I understand. Okay. Steph Curry, he's the greatest three point shooter ever lived. Although Reggie Miller will probably turn over. Thinking, you know, hearing that, but still, I get that part. But when you look at Steph Curry today, you look at Tatum today. I think Tatum's all-around game, okay, his all-around game, defensively, okay. Defensively, and, and him and Brown haven't played defense all year. That's part okay. Of no, I'm not, I, I, I know, but the, what I'm saying is, I, I think that you could put him there, nah, no in way. certain aspects. But right, there's, there's, the the Chris, there's not an expert in the league that would agree with you with that. Not go down the yeah. the experts. The experts, where do we get to the goddamn experts? Go ahead, tell me. me You so you think that Lillard right now is better than right now, positively. There's not go ahead. Who's next? He might be one of the top five or six in the league right now, Chris. All right, go ahead. Doncic from 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 Dallas. Luca Doncic. I put Tatum with him. Oh I put Tatum with I'm him. I'm not even going to go through the rest of this list, Chris. Because I'm Mitchell. Yeah. You talked about Mitchell, so you think Mitchell's Chris, better than Tatum? Chris, Dante, you think Dante? He's better than you. Think I didn't say Tatum he's better. better. I said he's Luka? right there. I said he's oh right there. Okay, you know okay. what is he average? What's no, Tatum Chris, averaging a game? Chris, Chris, have you ever sat and watched an entire Dallas game and watched what that kid? Can yes, do? yes, In comparison I have. to Tatum, yes, I have. Oh my, oh my God. Okay. Okay. Oh, Chris, All right. On, so Chris, fine. Chris, you know, uh, listen, I'll get, okay, listen, Mark, no I'll way. give you this 10 guys. I'll give you this 10 guys in this there's league. 10, there's more than 10, but I'll go. That, I'll that, are, with that are probably better right now, right now yeah. than Tatum and Brown. Now I also will say this to you. Okay. The, you know, where do you, because, okay, you could say, I uh, fine. Okay, fine. These guys are all better than Tatum and Brown right now. Yep. Great. What the hell does that actually mean? What, what does it mean? It means well, no, what it means it. is I'm sick of listening to these, like you said, so-called experts tell us that you you got two superstars on this team. No, you don't. I consider a superstar someone who's in the top 10 in the league. They've regressed. Oh, I don't care if they get 27 points a game. Their leadership skills are poor. They don't okay, have that yes. killer instinct. Absolutely. They don't play defense. They, they, what I watch out there nightly from those two is disgusting. Listen, I agree with you right now. Okay, right now I understand what's happening and I get it. But if you're so, so what is the suggestion being made by you? Is it is it that okay? These guys are not top ten guys, so let's move on from both of them. No, I, listen. I mean the age, them, the age of this of team, them, Chris. You're gonna have to in order to do something with this team. They're gonna have to shake up this roster. He's obsessed with Stevens. Ainge is obsessed with Stevens, and he's obsessed with Brown. All right. Tatum. Well, wait a minute, though. That's a different issue. Let, let get no, 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 I'm get, no, no, no. I'm getting at why this team's the way it is. He's unwilling to move on from from that. Right. So in, in the case of Brown and Tatum, I think Tatum has more upside than Brown. And I think he has the potential to be one of those top 10 guys. I think Brown is not in the same class, I would say, as Tatum. So trade Brown. And, and maybe a couple of picks, another player, throw somebody else in with him. Go get a guy like Beal. 
And then maybe Beal and Tatum can convince a third guy to come in here. And now you put yourself in the conversation of, well, maybe we can compete for a championship. Well, here's, here's my thought. Right? Okay. That's it, my it, thought. Joe, Joe, is Mark going to let me, um, what do you think today? You think today I'll, let, I'll leave it to you people. What's the, what's the, what's the over under on whether or not Mark lets me get a sentence out today. You know, Mark, listen, I, I agree with you with what's happening right now. Those two guys are just not getting it done. They're not getting it done from a leadership standpoint. I wholeheartedly agree with that. They quit in games. The way Tatum starts games is putrid. He starts a game sloppy. He starts a game, uh, you know, just, just not full. And then he, and then he picks it up. And I feel like the whole team goes that way from the beginning of a game. Would you agree with that? Yeah. So, Okay. I, the upside though of Tatum, I think like better than the upside of, of Brown. Yes. Yes. So I agree. I agree with Mark. I agree with you hundred percent in they got to do something here and Brown would be the guy to do it with. And I also agree a hundred percent with you when you go get a guy like Beal, because that's look that kind of guy bringing in. And what does it say though, about Tatum that bringing a guy like that will invigorate him. will will rejuvenate him Does it say a lot about Tatum then about his ability to become that guy then if he needs that to happen, but okay, let's say he does. So Beal comes in here. I agree with you. Is it beyond the stretch and realm of possibility that those two guys now hear me out now before you people attack me? Okay. Is it beyond the realm of possibility that having those two guys would equal when, when, when his show is done over there in LA, bringing a guy like LeBron in who now is part owner of the Fenway group that, that of the Red Sox now to maybe try to promote his brand and promote his asset in, in Boston. Would that be a possibility? I, you know, today was the first time that was brought up. It was brought up by you. And then as I thought about it, Chris, yeah, I, I, I don't see why that wouldn't be a, a possibility. I think you'd need to bring in somebody, like you said, like a Beal where LeBron could say, okay, we got three distinct styles of play, me, Tatum, and, and Beal. He, he may be enticed to do that to build his brand in Boston because, like you said, he's pot owner now of this Fenway group, right? It could be. Because let's face it, Chris, too, if you look at Brown and Tatum, a lot of some of what they do in their strengths are similar, right? Bringing a guy like yeah. Beal would be a good compliment to Tatum because what they do is different, right? Yeah. No, you're right. Uh, listen, you're right. It, it is too close. I mean, you you know, it's different when you have like a a, a Kyrie, yeah, you know, yeah. guy like that that supposedly can facilitate and do all the things from the point guard position in out all of that. You know, get to the rim, facilitate. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. um, you know how much his defense is, but those kinds yeah. of things. Yeah. yeah, I mean, listen, I think I think Brown would be the piece that you have to move in order to get this done. Now, the question I have is, what do you think it would take? Because I mean, the trade. Trade deadline's coming up what? It's Thursday, I think? I don't is think it it'll happen by the um, trade deadline. Week? I think that's something, Chris, that, no. that deal for Brown is maybe an off-season deal. You give a Brown a couple of first-round picks, maybe, you or at least one. To, well, you I, think probably, it, it, I think it, it, you could swing a deal for Beal maybe in the off-season. You're not going to swing it now. Well, I, listen, I agree. Um, I agree with that. I think you, you gotta, you're going to have to – at some point, you're going to have to move. If you want to win a championship, you know, and, 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 and that's the next brings the next thing, too. I mean, right now they're talking about – the possible deal that can happen is uh, Orlando with uh, Gordon, I believe. They're right? saying they're gonna have to give and up then, smart, smart, maybe two two first round picks, which 
You know, I don't know if I'd waste the first round picks on Gordon if you have it. The, that's my thing, Chris. I don't know if this. Well, I wouldn't, but that's what they're saying. The cost yeah, is. I, I don't think I would do that. I would save that capital to go after a guy like Beal, a bigger piece. Gordon's yeah. not that type of a piece. No, I don't think I'd do it either. But I think that that's what what the talk is that that may be what's yeah. necessary to get that done. I don't know, yeah, I but. Don't know. I don't think they're going to make a blockbuster deal because, again, I, I, I think the season's written off at this point, which brings me to the, 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 the Stevens issue with all of this. Now, you know, last week there was a lot of talk about him. The Indiana spots opened up. Does he want to go there? That's where he's from. All of that. His name's being thrown around. And, and, and on several occasions, he's come out and basically said, no, 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 no. I'm not. I'm not going anywhere. In fact, he has a press conference that says I'm a mass hole. I drive like crap. I, 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 you know, like, uh, seafood or something. He said, I like root for the Pats and all that crap. So he basically said, no, this is where I'm going to be. And, and that's fine. But Mark, the bigger problem with all this is he goes and has a meeting with the team. And this, this, this may be the biggest point of everything to do with this team right now. He goes and meets with the team and basically tells them, I'm staying put. Now, normally when something like that happens and you got your coach that's being rumored in different places to go different places, he come, they come in, the coach comes in, puts the team's mind at ease, and then everybody goes out there and plays well. Well, they go out against Sacramento and they lay an egg and they lose the game and they look real flat doing it, didn't they? What does that, that mean? That What's that mean to you? Yeah, right. He's lost the team. Listen, Chris, in this, I mean, right, coaches, it, it, you know, the, the guy from San Antonio is an anomaly, right? He, that doesn't happen, right? Even Pop, you know, Pop, Popovich, right? The guy in Golden State, right? Kerr, he, he's been there a while, right? But for the most part, coaches stay with these teams, Chris. The, the nature of this league now is, you know, five, six years, the players get sick of you. They, that's the end of you. You're gone. You're done, right? And you move on. I mean, it, it, what did Rivers last in, 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 in L.A.? Four years, maybe five? I don't remember. Six? Maybe it was more than that. I don't know, right? Yeah. But they moved on from Rivers, right? They, 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 these guys just don't last in, on these teams. Stevens has been here how many years now? Seven? Eight? Eight. Eight? So, Eight. so he's getting to that point now where it's, these guys are probably, okay, it's time for, you know, they, they've had enough of him now. So... Maybe you have to make a coaching move. I'm not saying he's not a good X's and O's guy. I think he knows X's and O's, but that, that's not what this league is about, X's and O's, right? That's no. not what this league's about. No, it's not you like do, the NFL. You want to do that? Go to college, that, which right. is where it's I not, think he'll end up again. Yeah, it's not like the NFL where, you know, the schemes matter, everything matters like no. that. You're right. I mean, you're, you're going on a decade now over here, and, and you know, his – because, yeah, you're right. He's always had that feeling uh, – and I like Brad Stevens, you know um, – I think he's a smart, smart basketball guy, you know, but he's always had that college basketball kind of feel where he took teams to the Eastern Conference finals that were like no real huge, huge names. Okay? They were like college guys. He was coaching, right. he was coaching them up. Absolutely. The scheme mattered. They moved the ball. They, they, they spacing on the floor was good. The defense got back on defense. Their press was everything was, was sort of like that college feel and it came together. You know, um, and so now they got now these guys are becoming superstars and like the superstars in this league, they're tuning them out. So, yeah, to me, I think, you know, it, it, it's def a definite message to everyone that they would come out after him giving that kind of a, a statement to them and, and lay an egg like that and not perform for their coach. 
What that tells me is that he's lost that locker room, perhaps, and they just don't believe in him the way they maybe once did or if ever. Yeah, mm-hmm. because and so but Ainge is so damn stubborn. OK, when it comes to this guy, to me, I feel like if he doesn't move on from this guy, and Mark, the bottom line is I'd rather have I'd rather have a superstar player in the NBA than a coach. I, you know, you're always going to get player for, you're always going to have the player for the coach. Now, traditionally, do I like that whole idea? No, that's not me. That's not how I'm built, but that's the way the league is. These players run this league and that's it. They decide who comes and who goes, you know, LeBron James is running that whole ship over there. I mean, you know, now I'm saying LeBron, you know, LeBron's up here and there's some other guys in that next tier. But yeah, I agree with you. I think it's never gonna it's never gonna be any better if it just keeps going like this. And I don't know if Ainge, um, you know, Ainge is becoming part of the problem too right now by not making these moves, by not doing anything. And and maybe he's being so damn stubborn because, you know, he maneuvered these picks and he maneuvered this Brooklyn thing and he did everything he did, he did, he did. because to have smart to have, uh, you know, Brown Tatum and now to move on from one of these guys. Is that basically saying, yeah, I kind of made a mistake here or I kind of yeah. screwed up? Yeah. It would be, wouldn't it? So yeah, I don't know if they're going to do anything at the deadline, but all I know is this is not the year for them. I mean, you've been saying it for how long? Nobody's going to get through Brooklyn. So, Chris, you know? so if this isn't the year for them, do you even waste any capital trying to bring in a player? Just ride it out with this group and make a bunch of moves during the offseason, maybe? You're going to have to use that trade exemption or you're going to lose it. So you're going to have to do something with that over the summer. And and maybe you try to pull a bigger deal, like a blockbuster deal over the summer. But why are you wasting your time now? You're not get, Even if you brought in Aaron Gordon, you're not, you're not getting by Brooklyn. So yeah. Brooklyn is healthy. You're not getting by Brooklyn. So why, why are you wasting your time? Unless you can hold on to these guys, unless you can hold on to a guy, if, unless if you hold it, years. yeah, I, I mean, maybe if you, so, so say you make the deal for Gordon and you give up smart. And like you say, Chris, maybe they, if they're, it, maybe it says you're going to give up a, a, a first or one or two first round draft picks. Okay. So now the summer comes now you're using your trade exemption. I'm assuming at least half of it, or maybe more than that on Gordon. Who else do you bring in? Is that team constructed with Gordon and, and Tatum and Brown a championship team? I don't no. think they are. So why? No. that's why I'm saying why blow the pick now? Why blow that trade and blow your trade exemption now when you're not going to develop a championship team? You need to save that for some – over the summer, you got to really pull something big off and shake this team up and take a chance because bringing in Aaron Gordon isn't going to do anything, Chris. No, I won't do anything for now. I don't know if it'll facilitate if it'll allow them to get a third a third guy. Maybe, I, I think I, I think your I think your 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 pre your first scenario was the best one, which is yeah. wait till the offseason, make a move for a guy like Beal, who Washington is as a that's a dead franchise right now. So yeah. make a move for a guy like Beal, and then you can add that third piece. Because look, they're young enough. Sure. You know, what do we figure out? Beal was what, twenty-four? No, he was about 20, 27, 27, but they're young enough. He's got a bunch of years left. Right. They're young enough where they can add that third piece. Yeah. yeah. So, and so again, they're, they're right now they're a mediocre team and then another mediocre team and we got to get the break, but I, I, Mark, we don't have to spend too much time on, on the Bruins, but look, it's the same story. I mean, we've been talking about them for weeks now and it's the same situation with these guys, you know, and uh, which is if the first line is not scoring, they're not winning. I mean, that's it's 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 that simple. And Cassidy's 
Cassidy just doesn't seem to be mixing it up, does he? No. And we so, talked about this, Chris. If if in the playoffs, you you can't win with just the first line because in the playoffs, typically they'll take away your first line, and it's the other lines that those are the teams that advance deep into the playoffs and they haven't been able to establish that. So what, what are they going to do in the playoffs? Maybe you'll get by a round or two if you get a couple of easy draws, but yeah. as soon as you play a, a bona fide team in the playoffs, they're going to go home. Yeah. Listen. And, and again, when you go down the, when you go down the lineup and you see, okay, yeah, great. Marshan Bergeron, Pasternak, you know, one of the best, if not the best in the league, right now you come down to Krejci, Richie, the brusque, you know, Cole, uh, Coyle, Smith, Frederick, Frederick's who I love, you know, yeah. uh, Bjork, you know, Wagner. These are some of the guys you, they trickle in. But if these are their other guys and we know what the Brusque's issue is, he's not getting it done. Krejci's no. fine, but who's on the other side of him? Richie, the Brusque, you could put Frederick there. You could put Smith there. Then you got Coyle on. It just doesn't. There's just not enough. And they're not going to do anything to improve it this year. So I, I agree with you, Mark. I mean. One one round. I I'd even give them one round and they're out, you know. So, yeah, again, I mean, we'd love I hey, listen, I'd love to spend a ton of time on the Bruins right now. But the bottom line is they, they're just they started great, like always. And Mark, listen, Mark, I'll give you props on that. Mark said it from the beginning. You know, he said it from the beginning. He said, look, you know, this team teases you at the beginning. They, they run out of the gates. They're great. And then all of a sudden they start to trickle down. Only now it's happening at much sooner than normal. Yeah, I didn't think it would happen this quickly. You're right, Chris. It's happening right. sooner than normal. So, and uh, listen, we, we got a little debate. We got a little uh, debate going on on the, uh, on the chat tonight. You got uh, Bax calling, you know, claiming himself as the number one fan. And then you got, I don't know who this is. Please call in or chat in. Tell me who you are. It's just a letter. Joe, who is this with the letter I? Saying I love Corson with Catone. No, I am the number one fan. So I'm not sure who that is over there, there with go. the eye, but let us know. Let us know who you are. And yeah, fight it out. Fight it out. Mark will make that decision uh, later on. Listen, when we, when we come back, okay, we're going to get into free agency is huge right now in the NFL. It's what's happening. Um, and, and there were so many moves, so many things done last week. We need to organize it. We need to figure out what the Patriots are doing, what they should be doing. And there's some people that we're going to come down on. Okay. Coming up in the show right after this, more Corso and Catone. Back to the Spencer's House podcast. I have a very special guest here, Brittany Droz. Brittany, what are we going to talk about? We're going to talk about all things culture, psychology, and business excellence. Welcome back. Joe, hey, how'd that uh, how'd that show go with Brittany? Anyway, that that special sauce podcast. So has that not come up yet? Looks That's interesting. Out there. That's out there online. Specialsaucepodcast.com. You can check that out. She's a uh, a business coach. So really well, actually. This Mark, you need, you need don't you need that? Didn't you, what you telling I, me today? I need the, more, that kind I need, of coaching. I need more than that. <laughs> Jesus. She actually well, is a psychologist 
and the business coach. So okay, well, maybe I, I want to oh, watch no, yes, she, she actually does come with a psychology degree. So Then next week, what's her name? Brittany what? Rhodes? Drozd. Drozd. That next week, we're going to be joined by Brittany Drozd. Drozd. Who is going to put... Tea, like closed. What? Drozd. Like closed. All right. Drozd. Okay. You know, <laughs> you know what? She, we'll mention, her name's being mentioned 80 times. She loves it anyway. So... Britney's gonna. We should get Britney on the show next week. Put Mark down on the couch. She'll she lock me down. up. She'll lock me up. Mark, her head will explode. She won't Jeez. be able to. She won't be able to figure you out, man. You know. So anyway, listen. Um, free agency started last week, right? And uh, you know, Mark and I, what we want to, you know, we want to go through these because, as obviously as it relates to the Patriots, but there's been a lot of stuff done, and you know, the grades for some of these teams have been you know, pretty much all over the place with these so-called experts as to what's happened. But Mark, listen, when I look at this, you know, when I look at the landscape of the league right now and what's been done, okay. For to you anyway, what, what, I mean, I want to look at the moves that we think are good, you know, good stellar moves and improved teams and, and things that just aren't that great, Mark. So, I mean, what's your take on what you've seen just generally over the last week? Obviously, the teams, Chris, that had money, some of them they spent. Some of them spent more than others, but they spent. And I think it, I think this free agency period was driven by, obviously, the the, the reduction in the cap. And, and and I think you said it, Chris. You're starting to slowly see now the the releases trickle in. Right, every day there's a guy that's getting released. Right, like today Pittsburgh released their number two corner. Right, so it's saving them seven and a half million because they just signed. Schmidt Schuster, right to a year. So right. I think every week, and, and and as you get closer and closer to June first, Chris, you're going to continue to see all these releases. So free agency, I think, was a little bit different this year. I think you had some high end guys sign, but if you look at the middle of the pack of free agency, which is your bread and butter, where a lot of teams build their rosters, there's still a lot of quality guys out there because there just isn't the cap space to sign that second and third tier free agent. But that's how you build championship teams is with those guys too. Yeah. And, and, and through the draft, but some of the, some of the bigger moves, you know, not, I mean, we can't go through every single one, you know, uh, when I like these guys have four hours over there, that they're, they're talking about, well, we wish stuff. we had four you know hours. I mean? We don't, you know, but some of the bigger moves, I mean, obviously, I mean, we'll get to new England cause they were, they were probably the busiest, but you know, the bucks. Okay. You know, and, and talk about they, for kept, they, they kept their own guys. Yeah. I mean, Godwin, uh, Levante, David Barrett, Barrett you know, kept uh, them all, yeah. Got Gronk Gronk. And, you know, and, and uh, they signed their kicker to a three year, $12 million deal. Okay. That's and, and supposedly, now, supposedly they're still talking to uh, Fournette and, and, and Antonio Brown as well as uh, Sue Sue. Yep. Who, who they talked about Sue talk. They talked about the Patriot. They asked him about the Patriot way. Did you hear this one? They, yeah, asked, they asked him about the Patriot way. And he said, what do I care about the Patriot way? I'm never going to play there. I'm never going to go in there. I want to stay in Tampa. I mean, these guys all think they're going to win two, three in a row. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, Tampa made some moves. I mean, the, the Tampa spent money, you know, they they absolutely sure spent money. money. And that matters in a second. Um, the Jets, Mark, a lot of people are considering what the Jets did pretty good. Some some big moves that that they spent that, some money. They did. They spent some money. They brought in the well, top, one of the top edge rushers in free agency. Lawson. They, Lawson, they brought in one of the top wide receivers, I guess. They was considered to be one of the top five guys available, right? Yeah, well, on yeah, most I mean, boards, on most free agent boards for wide receivers, right? 
Yeah, that's who Mark's talking about. Carl Lawson uh, Corey Davis. You know, comes in at $45 million on a three-year deal. Corey, Corey Davis comes in, um, uh, the, you know, that, and then now they'll have Mims, Crowder, they, they Davis. They one of their safeties, right? They did, yep. And so... Uh, so they spent money. They spent money. They did things there. And then you got... Um, I think a big a big move to me a big Chris, move. Didn't the, Jets it's not also, didn't the Jets also bring in the guy that I liked was the um the slot receiver from Jacksonville? Um, I don't. You know what, I, Mark, uh, Joe, you got to look that up. That I didn't see that. I, I wasn't focused enough on the Jets. I hate the Jets. Um, but it's just, there was a couple of moves they made that I think were important. One of the moves, yeah. Mark, that I thought was made in the in the league, um, that didn't get a lot of publicity, but Aaron Jones staying in in green bay that's a big move for them keeping that running back there you know but it's a you know what though chris i didn't I, yeah, I didn't i don't like it but i didn't agree with it you know why because they have the other running back from boston college that they drafted last year who had a real good year i don't think yeah. they needed Aaron jones they should have tried to get one of those receivers for for, for rogers to put with Devonte adams I, I i think so too. well look so you you know how i feel about running backs no you know, you, you don't pay running backs. You just don't. How's Elliot doing down in Dallas? What they want? Yeah, you don't pay that kind of money. How about Murray, Demarco Murray, when they paid him? How they how they do over there? No, you know Henry. How they gonna do over there paying him? Yeah. I mean, you yeah. you could go down the list of running backs that got paid, and just historically, and you go it. you can go back twenty years, and you could just keep talking about you know maybe maybe couple, maybe we'll do that one of these shows. You can go back twenty years and you can look at running backs that were Chris, that were paid that didn't amount to crap. Because what's uh, the life expectancy? Uh, what's the peak? What's the peak life expectancy of a running back like because of the years. pounding they take? Four or five years and they start That's to it. slip. That's it. You know, and so and but like I said, as I've said during Pat's Nation, I've said it on this show. You can get a running back. How many mock? To put it this way, how many running backs have you seen? That you've never heard of, and all of a sudden they're they're in the top five in rushing. Yeah. You never heard of them the every year every year. There's almost one every year, I think. Every single almost, year, almost at least one. At least that happened then at Allen in, in Baltimore. It happened to the guy up in Seattle. You know, yeah. you didn't hear anything. Lindsay, another guy that all of a sudden was on, and then and as and as fast as they come up, they, they go disappear. down. Yep, they and disappear. that's just that's why I would never pay one. But it's a big move for them. You know. Yeah. Washington brings they're really excited over there about Fitzpatrick coming to town, you know? Yeah, I guess really, really. Well, excited. they just, you know, they got some good. They and got now some Samuel. Good, Chris, they got some good, they got a good tight end. They got some good receivers there. They got mm-hmm. an excellent defense. They, they they are excited. That defense. Listen, that defense is for real in Washington. Oh, yeah. They don't they don't get the credit they deserve, Chris. That's one of the better defenses in the league. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so, again. I, like I said, I, there are some bigger moves made, um, <clears throat> you know, Saints retaining Winston, which tells you that, you know, and again, listen, Mark, I was high on Winston. You know, I looked at that guy. And they, and said, got, they signed him to a good contract, Chris. They didn't give a ton of money to base salary and stuff. It was it was a decent contract. For, right. It was a good contract for New Orleans to give him a, a year contract and see what he does. Yeah, that was a team friendly, a sure team was. friendly deal, you sure know, was. and then uh, but the but the but the teams that didn't. I mean, Houston, <laughs> Houston right now. And that, you know, that, that, that's a good, that's a good segue into, into, the, into Watson. But I mean, you know, Houston just, I mean, teams like the bears, by the way, too, I, I you know, Seahawks bears, they didn't do much. There were moves that should have been made. Well, they didn't the, do, Seahawks, but, but Chris, the Seahawks, Chris, 
Jets were trying to bring in, a, not the Seahawks, the Bears were trying to bring in desperately, allegedly, a second receiver to put with Robinson, but then they, they didn't get any of them. They also tried to get Wilson, probably yeah, Wilson out of yeah, Seattle, that, did, that, that didn't work, work either. out either. No. So, but moving over to Houston right now, as it really because as it relates to the Patriots, you know, and there's a reason why I want to talk about Houston. I mean, they're a mess. They're a mess right now, that team. And and I, I get it. Casario is going to they, they need to get who they need to get rid of is Easter Bay. They need to get rid of that, that guy. You know, that guy made a mess of that place when he when he came down there from New England. But Casario is there, he's trying to fix things. But now they have a they look they, they have tremendous egg on their face right now. Do they not, Mark? No, they absolutely do. Two well, weeks. Well, Chris Watson's got 13, 13 cases against them. And now. it just keeps it's up going up every day. It's more. Yeah. L- listen, they two weeks ago, two, three weeks ago, this is a team that could have traded this guy to Miami. A okay. for like probably three for two and probably like three picks, four three, picks, first round. Picks. And I'm telling like three first round picks at least. Okay. Yeah. They would have gotten for this guy. I mean, look at what they, you know, some and of the they would have got and they would have got a young quarterback. They probably would have sent two in the deal. Look at the, look, look at the deal that the LA made for Stafford. They gave up yeah. what two first round picks, yeah, and then a second or something like that, or something, a third, something like that. <laughs> so that means Watson would be worth at least three two weeks ago. What's he worth now, Mark? I, I don't know. If you had a guess, I mean, yeah, what's he worth I, now? Oh, his his value is definitely going down. That's for sure. No question. And so now the the question becomes this with Watson, and this is why I brought it up. You know, why I brought it up. Um, and then I want to talk about, you know, what, hey, you know what, though, let, let's, let's shelve Watson for one second. Okay. Let's Cause, I, cause nobody, <laughs> you're not going to, I don't know if anybody's going to like my take on Watson. So let, let's talk about that in a second, but Mark free agents that are still available. Okay. And I well, still think there's going to be a ton more talk, cuts. Well, let's look at this, Chris. Let's talk about it. In, in, so are we going to get into the Patriots at this point? Uh, we're going to get into the Patriots, but just going down, just, just yep. about four or five of them. Okay. To me. Yep that I feel like a good, good free agents left. Okay. So, you know, you're looking at, there's an offensive tackle out there. Okay. Who's 32 years old Schwartz. Okay. Um, Second team, all pro for what? Two seasons in a row. Okay. He's, he's available. Um, The chiefs, the chiefs, the chiefs released him. Okay. Because of some retirement, but if he's out there, that's a veteran guy that can come on and, and solidify your offensive line. There's that guy, Justin Houston, another age guy, though. Okay, he's age, yeah. he's age, but and he's you still there. And you don't know how much these guys think in their heads that they're worth either. Well, that's that's that may be why they're still sitting there. Houston's too. never, Houston's never been a guy, Chris, that takes reduced money. Like he, he always thinks he's at the top right. of the market. Right. Which I don't Clown. think at his age he is anymore. And above these guys is Clowney. Clowney's out there. He's Clowney's 28. another Clowney. Chris will sign a contract a week before training camp somewhere. Right. There's another. He and he's a little younger. He's 28. He can give you something. Yeah, you he'll know? give you something. Uh, T.Y. Hilton, looking at the receivers, he's available still. Nobody's locking him up. No. Um, will he be sitting there in June when the releases come? Could be. Maybe it depends. You know, seeing you got an edge guy in Dunlap. He's 32 years old though. Okay. These are guys, Chris, that I have a funny feeling if they're not taken before within the next week or so or two at most, teams are now going to wait until the draft and see if yeah. they get these positions in the draft. And then after the draft, you may see these guys stroll in somewhere come June 1st, right? Like for training camps. But yeah, Absolutely. But, but, right? Now, there's some other, you know, uh, Dory Jackson, the corner. He signed, he signed today. Did he sign? Okay. He so signed I missed with, that he today. He, he signed, signed with the Giants. Okay. 
Melvin they Ingram. Lot, they gave no. him a lot of money. Now, Melvin Ingram is a guy that I've always liked. Yeah, I've always liked this too. guy. Now, you know, he, he, he missed 12 games. He's missed 12 games since 2019. Um, but every time he's on the field, he maybe, makes something maybe, happen. Maybe Hunter Henry can, can, can recruit him. Well, again, I, these are guys that I don't think are going to cost a ton of money to bring no. in, but no. they're guys that can complement what you have going on now. Absolutely. You know, so again, KJ Wright, another guy that I've always liked. Again, 32 years old, so he's a little long in the tooth. But, uh, you know, hey, Ma, guess who's still available right now? Who? Guess, guess, guess what corner is still available right now? <laughs> Richard Sherman. Yeah, he is. He is. But no. Uh, Malcolm Butler. Malcolm Butler. I don't, Malcolm think, Butler. He's, I don't think he's coming back, Chris. No, 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 no. I don't want him. Mark, when he when he went to Tennessee, okay, what did I tell you? When he and um, – You and, said and, that and, was and, the worst – In the running back. You said that's the worst free agency signing for the money they gave him you've ever seen. Lo right. and behold, two years later, he's on the street. Gone. And nobody I, wants him. And nobody wants him. No. He, he, you know, he is what he is. He made a fantastic play yeah. in a game. He did. And – that's pretty much it for that guy. You know, Chris, we listen, knew that would be they the, had the opportunity to give him the money or bring in a guy like Gilmore. They chose not to give him the money and he signs Gilmore that free agency class. So, so what, Bella, what did that tell you? Belichick looked at him and looked at right. Gilmore and said, you know what? Gilmore's a better player. And the same thing with the running back. Uh, what was his name? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Joe. Uh, and Dion Lewis. Deion Lewis. And he right. wanted to run his mouth about us after the fact. Right, right. He got a ton at of least, money. Too. At I least mean, Malcolm Butler went there and shut his mouth. I do right. these teams, that, Chris. These criticisms of the Patriots about how they, you know, they're too much spending. These teams, these teams out there, everybody considers Tennessee a top team, right? Yeah. <laughs> Look at the money they blew on these guys. Okay. So the smartest thing they ever did was was trade that guy, trade that Williams from uh, the, 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 the offensive lineman to, to Miami. Yeah. Which was the dumbest thing they ever did. What did he? What did he last two days over there? He played three plays all season. He's played three plays yeah. in his career. Okay, that moron. Mark, I like Sammy Watkins. Yeah, he. Now he's he, talking Chris, to. Uh, he's yeah, talking. Go ahead. go ahead. No, go ahead. Well, no, I'm just saying I like him. I think he's a guy, a compliment guy on the on in, in the wide receiver room. I think he's a good guy in the in the, in that room. You know, he makes your wide receiver. He make, he's Who's a smart. Talking to him. Someone's talking to him though, Chris. Yeah, so um, who's we'll he, see. Who, who's he talking with? Um, it was a, it was a, it was an AFC team that he's that he's in discussions with right now. But but again, I I don't I don't. He's twenty eight years old, and again, his best days are behind him. I I get that, but he's a compliment guy. So okay, Mark. So this guy's you know Antonio Brown. He's going to end up back in Tampa. So there's guys that are well, still Well, the only available. way he don't back, end up back in Tampa, and I was reading an article today, Chris, is Tampa supposedly offered him another one-year prove-it type of a deal, a little bit more than last year. They thought he would jump at it, but supposedly he's not because Russell Wilson is put, still putting pressure on Seattle. He wants him in Seattle. Yeah. To put him with Lockett and Metcalf. And the Ravens, by the way, the Ravens are the team that's working out Sammy Watkins. Watkins, and, and that, that would make sense there. That would make yeah. sense there, Chris. So, and you, you know, know what will happen? Baltimore will sign that guy and he'll, he'll make the Pro Bowl next year. Yeah. Oh, not with Jackson. Not with Jackson. Chris, listen, you know who else isn't on the free agency list because he's not a free agent? He was released. And, and I think he would be a good compliment to what we have in, uh, in this house right now just because of his skill set is um, Alshon Jeffrey. Yeah. He's a compliment he's not on, guy. He's, Absolutely. He's not on
on the free agent list because he's released. So so they kind of got him in a separate list. But yeah. I think he would be a complimentary guy based on what we've already brought in here. I think so, too. And 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 I again, don't think he would cost you a lot of money at this point. And career. don't forget the cuts. There's going to be a ton more releases and there are going to be there are going to be. And I've argued this last week. There are going to be guys that that are that are released. OK, that are better, that, that are that are that are a, of, of a higher quality than some of the free agents that are left. Absolutely. That are current free agents right now. Yeah. In my opinion, well, and you know that's what's going you know to Yeah, on. you know what's going to happen, Chris. They're going to teams are going to wait. They're going to see what f- unfolds in the draft, and if they get guys at positions that they that, where they can get a lot younger and cheaper, they're going to use these rookies, and they're going to release. You're right. They're going to release more veterans that are probably better than what's left in free agency. Because don't forget, Mark, when it comes to the draft this year, you know, no combine. Okay, no, no. no combine. So it's a lot more difficult for these teams to draft without yeah. that kind of. And Mark, by the way, do you, on a side note. I feel like the combine, I feel like the days are numbered for the combine. Don't you feel like the pro days are going to are, are gonna take over, are going to become how they're showcased now and not so much the combine? The combine is going to become a second-tier uh, college player, um, you know, event. I heard that. But you know what, Chris? The only reason I would say no is because the NFL has spent so much money over the last 10 years building up that combine, promoting mm-hmm. it. It's almost like a another big off-season event to keep the NFL at, at the forefront of, of, of the market, right? And, and they've made it this big media spectacle where it's on the NFL network and, and they're televising it and they're showing, they're replaying the, the workouts over and over. At, you, know, you know, two o'clock in the morning, they're showing the wide receiver group again. The, the NFL has spent so much time marketing that combine I don't know if they'd walk away from that at this point. I don't, maybe they will. I, I don't know. They spent they, a lot of time, Chris, to build that up. You can argue. They made it an event. You can argue though. It would cost them more, but you can argue that they can make just as much of an event out of these, out of these pro days. Oh, they could. I guess they could. I, yeah, they could. I, I'm sure they could. It would cost more. It's more places to need to be. Yeah. But I feel like I just it just there's something in me that just feels like it's going that direction. It's just going and, that direction. And I would hate that because I used to love the combine. I love it, too. I, you know, I, I mark it. But, but, but Mark, you and I, you and I, you, you can't go by us. I mean, we we, we, we if, if we had our way, we 24 seven be watching the combine or something like that. So it'd, you know? it'd be, you know, I, I, I his notoriously don't sleep much. So it's like two o'clock in the morning, East coast time, two 30 in the morning. And I'm texting him. Hey, they're replaying the wide receiver group, but you're watching the combine and he's yeah. texting me back. What? It's three o'clock in the morning. What's wrong with you? Right. My time but, is three the, o'clock in the morning. But here's the yeah. thing. It's one o'clock my time. Yeah. What the hell am I doing? What the hell am I doing up? And yeah. we got to get the, we have to get the break, but yeah. Mark, the other night, I, I, you know, Saturday when the the first game as a head coach, and I, and, and, uh, I was up to like five o'clock in the morning, you know, just, just, I'm watching the game film. I'm looking at, I'm breaking it down. I'm making no, uh, you know, so when we come back, we're going to get to what everybody's interested in. We talked about free agency. That's the boring part, you know, talking about who's left, what other teams have done. Now we're going to get to our team. Okay. That now we're going to get to our team and I'm wearing red today because I'm seeing red on some certain things that we, that we, that we need to talk about. Okay. We're going to get to that and more on the other side, more Corso and Catone after this. Mm-hmm. 
It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with Corso and Catone, the real deal, New England feel. And uh, Mark, here we are. We're a week, <clears throat> week old now in free agency. Let's just recap. Let's, let's, let's get everybody up to speed and up to date as to what, what New England has done here. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so the new arrivals in, uh, in free agency, you're talking about McMillan, the linebacker. Okay. Hard hitting. Um, mm-hmm. Mark, they compare, he can play some, he can play some special teams. They compare. Yeah. Don't please don't, please don't mention the name. Don't mention it. Eldon Roberts. Alandon That's it. Roberts. I'm done, Joe. I'm done for the night. <laughs> okay. At the five so, March replacement. That's it. Joe, Joe, Corso and Joe. You know? Corso and Joe. Get ready, Joe. I just have to you know? take out the C, put an L in there, do Corso alone. Tune, <laughs> tune, up, tune up the vocals, the vocal cords, Joe. All right. So you got Adams, a defensive lineman um, that came in. He's a two-gap guy. Um, you know, he... We'll see about his chances of making the roster, but that's another guy that came in. Kyle Van Noy, okay, who I think was Excellent a good a good signing because of, of he got his money over there in Miami, left for a year, realized, you know, whatever went on, whatever went down there. I have that no idea a, what that went was down real strange. That was real strange. I don't know what that was about, Chris. But when you put him with Judon, I mean, I I think that um, I like the they've combination. Seen, They've significantly updated, up, upgraded their linebacking. Last week, Chris, sure. I had a bra- brain freeze. I couldn't remember who Judon. They're going to use him like they used Flowers. Remember Flowers? Flowers. Trey Before Flowers. he became the free agent and went yeah, to Detroit, you, he got all that money. You, that's because you, you and I were drooling on ourselves last week, trying to yeah. figure all this stuff out. You know, it was. Uh, you know, I couldn't it, remember. He know, had that like, big play in the Super Bowl against Atlanta. Maybe he had that big sack. He did. Yeah. It was like an accounting session last year. Yeah, we need a special week. sauce podcast for last week's show and all the free agency and the numbers and the millions and all this other crap. All right. Ted Karras. And by the way, they may have the best offensive line. Yeah. They may have the best six offensive linemen yeah. in, in all in, in the league. Right yeah, they now. probably, they probably, okay. <clears throat> well, cause if you know, they look, stay, if they stay healthy, Chris on the offensive line, they're going to dominate on the offensive line. Well, you got six guys. Yeah, you know, you, you got Brown, you got Wynn, you have um, Karras, you got the two new guys, uh, you know. Uh, you got Mason, you got yeah. Andrews. Yep, and you have uh, Illuminar. Uh, well, he's not, I don't no, think he's the signed. Guy, the kid uh, from Michigan, the second-year yeah. guy. Yep. Elowanu. Yeah, Elowanu, Elowanu. I Nothing always make like you that. say yeah. it first. Yep. <clears throat> so they have, like, six guys. And then signing, signing Andrews again was a big deal. And that's another thing, that moron over there. Didn't think was going to happen. We'll get to that. Um, so there's Karras. Hunter Henry, big pickup. Okay. You got Hunter Henry that, that came in, the tight end. Kendrick Bourne. Okay. Bourne came in. He had, a, by the way, he had a press conference today talking about, you know, he's excited to play with. Chris, did you hear what Newton. he said? Yeah, he, he said he's said, excited to play with Newton. No, he, no, 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 but not just that. Then he throws in, they, 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 they were asking him questions, and they said, well, you know, 
He said, well, I heard such great things here. He said, Jimmy Garoppolo loved playing here. Right. He throws that in. Yeah, right? which which I'm still waiting for that shooter drop with whatever yeah. Chung Chung had to say. I think what Chung was his retirement. Maybe that's what he said. Stay tuned to what's coming. You know? I think yeah, I think that's what he meant. Yeah, <clears> his retirement. And, and just, by the way, you know. and by the way, good career. Um, yeah. Patrick Chung, we wish him well. Uh, he retired this past week. Um, yeah. Had a great career. I think he won three rings with us with New England. Three, yeah, three and, rings. Yeah. Um, so provided a lot in that in that safety role. Uh, could come he became a le- he became a leader out yeah, there. He really did. So we wish him well. He had a great career. Um, back to the but w- the other receiver was Aguilar. Aguilar, yep. um, <clears throat> good pickup by them. Judon, another guy they they got. Uh, Jalen yep. Mills. Mills was the guy today. I think it was today or yesterday where he uh, they introduced him to the uh, to the media. And you know how that is. I mean, everybody's gonna talk all nice, but um, he had a lot of good things to say about Belichick. You know, he said he about, asked Belichick if he could keep his colored hair, and Belichick said, "I don't care what you what you do, as long as you come prepared to work." <laughs> right. I don't so care what had, color your hair is. Yeah. So he had a lot of good things to say. Uh, picked up that defensive tackle uh, for Miami that they that they uh, traded for uh, Godshaw. Godshaw, yep. yep. whatever his name is. Uh, <clears throat> Jonu Smith, who we talked about, the tight Jonu end. Jonu Smith, Chris. They were talking about him more this past couple of days, and they said, Chris, after the catch. <clears throat> he may be the fastest tight end in the league after the catch. And that's what that's it. Well, listen, Mark, <coughs> Mark and I are both coughing. What is going Joe? What, are you, know, COVID, doing, COVID. what are you doing over here tonight? What are you doing over here with us? Listen, I you, got what, you got shot. something coming through the waves. The, you got something coming through the mics over here or the earsets, headsets that are making us cough. And well, let me, let me, re, let me oh, rephrase that. Chris. Crackers before the show. Yeah, Chris. He, he what crack is? What is wrong with Joe Easy. tonight? You know that that meeting's probably going to be a lot longer tonight. I'm sure after after the Chris, show. Smith is the fastest tight end after the catch in the league. Yeah. That's until Pitts gets drafted. Did you see what Pitts ran today for a forty for it's a guy unbe- his size? It was unbelievable. It's, it's unreal. It's unbelievable. I mean, whoever gets that guy. And by the way, I, you know he's going to go. He's not going to go in the top eight. He'll probably Chris, go. He might be top five. <clears throat> Mark, and, and when we talk about the draft, you know, all these things we keep saying, this guy's going to be a top 10. That guy's going to be a top 10. Somebody's going to fall into your lap at 15, Chris. You're going to be like, oh, my God, this guy's still on the board? The two guys that I'm praying for to drop there are two guys. Smith, the Alabama wide receiver. And Parson. And Parson, yeah. And and, yep. and and you know what, Mark? If those two guys are there, I know we're going. Joe, don't, don't, don't keep dinging in my air. I know we're off track. I know if who's those taking. two guys I are there. St- I know who he's taking. He's going to take the linebacker. He's taking, of course, he's taking the linebacker. Is all, it goes from side to he, He's all over the field. Of course, he's taking him. I would take the wide out. Oh, I would day, too. Oh, I would too. Day, but you know, he'll take, he'll take pass. Day. Yeah. So, okay. Anyways, and Trent, Trent Brown was the other guy they brought in. Okay. Yep. Returning to the team now is Andrews. Okay. I want to get to Andrews in a second. Nick Falk. Yep. Um, and by the way, they released the, uh, the fifth round draft choice. Uh, the they kicker, released they the kicker. They, Did they release him? They released him today, which which now I knew was going to drive you crazy because with that fifth round pick, with that deep draft last year for wide receivers, they could have had a serviceable wideout in the Chris, fifth round. It, it they won't take it, the Chris. It just makes his drafts look even worse. It does. It really does. You're, you're taking a kicker in the fifth round, and now he he lasted a year. Really? Right. Yeah. They bolstered the defensive front again. Kyle Kyle Davis bringing him in. Um, Dietrich Wise. I think they overpaid. I think they gave him a little too much money wise. I will say that. 
Um, Justin Bethel. Yeah, but the way the contract is set up, Chris, I, I really don't think it's it, – I think they could get get out of that contract and it won't cost them much against the cap. Yeah. Um, Bethel. You know, did you see who was in Tampa Bay today talking to Tampa Bay Lions guy? Yeah, I was just going to bring that up um, of, of the guys that, that haven't signed that are out there. But anyway, Cam Newton was the last guy. The guys that have left, Moncrief, uh, mm-hmm. Copeland, um, Izzo was a, was in a trade. Chung retired. Bo Allen, that's the guy that you were counting on possibly. Well, doing I thought something he could give you Tampa. something, but I guess not. Adam Butler signed with the Dolphins. Uh, Tooney, Terrence Brooks, and Marcus Cannon. Those are those are the guys. And then they tendered the uh, second round. Um, they put, made a 10 10 round center on JC. Uh, and teams uh, have until April 25th, Chris, to do something with him. Right, exactly. I, I think he's going to remain. I think he's going to remain a Patriot. You know? yeah, I do too. And, the, yep. and now, the other guy that I feel like is going to remain in New England is Stefan Gilmore. Chris, I think with the way they've structured these deals, I think they may extend him a couple of years and say, hey, you want money, we'll pay you, but you're going to have to extend with us and we'll pay you what you think we'll pay you. But it's going to have to be on a team friendly because we not team friendly, but they'll pay him. But if they're allowed to spread the money out, it's okay. They, I, I think they'd be okay with that. It's either that. Or they're going to give him another little bonus bump that they like they did last year just to shut him up to play just his to last season. Up. Yep, just to shut him up and play his something last season. like that. I'd rather extend them a little, but but I want to extend them at a better price. I don't, you know, I've I've maintained all along that I don't think he had a fantastic season last year. No, and he's he getting didn't. older, not younger. Yeah, and for and corners once, who once hit that the corner, mark, get yeah. I was just going to say that once the corner hits that mark, Chris, right? They start to slip. Right, exactly. So and uh, the free agents that are left on the board: Burkhead, Bird, Calhoun, Illuminor. Was the guy we were talking about earlier? Falk, Guy, Hoyer, McCordy, Jason McCordy, uh, John Simon, James White. To me, on that list, Mark, the only guy to me that's necessary is Guy. Yeah, and I don't even know, Chris, with the signings we've had the last week or so with defense alignment. I don't know if it's necessary, but I think he would be a big upgrade. And 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 so we'll see. I think, I think it solidifies Chris, the front. And, and Chris, I think if he, the longer he hangs out there, the better chance there is that he comes back here like on a one or two year deal and they say, Hey, right. come on back. Right. You're not going anywhere. So, you know, you might as well come someplace where you're familiar, you know? Um, yeah. And so the other guy, Chris, cool. I wouldn't be surprised if they bring back on a cheap one year deal. Cause he did show, and, and, and not that he's guaranteed a roster spot. He'll have to earn it, but he did show some signs last year is the kid bird. Yeah. But Mark, you know, I, I just think that, I just think with the, the releases that are going to be coming, yeah, the wide that's, outs. That's I just true. think you can that's get true. a guy. No, you like can. That. I, you know yeah. what? Would you rather have a guy like Jeffrey or Bird? Oh, I would take Jeffrey all day long. And and I know long. it's going to cost you more. I get it, but you, Aguilar will will. I Aguilar can can stretch that field now, like he did no, he in can. Oakland he, he or can. Vegas or wherever he was. So I mean, uh, you know, I do uh, think they got to add the receiver's not done. So Mark, no, they have to add a receiver. That's the next question I was going to ask you. If who would you like to see them? Add to this team, Chris. I wouldn't be surprised also if Burkhead comes back. Just if if he's, I mean, he's not going to be ready for the start of the season. But but I wouldn't be surprised if they gave him a, you know, real team friendly deal and say, you know what, we'll we'll start you on IR if you're ready to come back week eight, come back, right? Just because Belichick loved them. <clears throat> yeah. So so again, Mark. Again, who who do you who who do you like? Who do you think? Of all some of the guys that are out there that we just mentioned, so you think Chris, a good think, fit so, here? So I think a good fit here. Obviously, I think you brought up the first guy. I think it would be great if you could bring back Guy, right? That would be big, right? 
I definitely think you need to add a receiver, Chris. And, and you know, so so we talked about Watkins. You liked him. I like him. We talked about Jeffrey. Um, that uh, The other guy is still out there that you liked, Chris. Humphrey. But, but I don't know if he fits anymore now that you brought in Bourne from San Francisco. They kind of do the same thing. I, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe he can. I don't know. It, it depends on what Edelman. Yeah. What you're going to get out of Edelman. Because I think Edelman's done. Because Humphreys, Chris, was hurt last year. So I, I don't think Humphreys is signing anywhere until just before the um, training camp. I think he'll the draft will happen. Teams will see who they end up with. Releases will happen. And then you'll yeah. see Humphreys sign on to a team. Um, but the only risk with that, Chris, is the later a receiver signs with us, the more difficult it is because they got to learn this complex offense. So if they're going to bring somebody in, I'd rather them bring in. If they're going to bring in a veteran, bring in Watkins or Jeffries now. Let him get acclimated, learn the playbook, and 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 be done with it. And then you don't even got to take a wide receiver in the draft. At least early in the draft, you could take one in the middle rounds. Maybe you you, you take a flyer on somebody. Unless they fall, if, if Smith falls to you, you got to. Well, take if him. Smith falls, or even Waddle, I'll even take the other kid from Alabama, Waddle. You have to take him. So yeah, yeah, Mark. I, I noticed that you didn't say. Um, I noticed that you didn't say quarterback. Because I, I don't. I, I, I'm. I'm. I, I don't. I'm not impressed with any of the quarterbacks that are left out there. I'll be honest with you. I, I, if one falls to you in the draft, great. You know what my prediction was last week on the show that I said that I still think there's a chance you could end up with Watson or Wilson, but I've now said, now I've kind of come to the realization Wilson's going nowhere, but I still honestly think you could be the dark horse for Watson. If well, I, I don't see Houston keeping him, Chris, I just don't. Well, you had mentioned, and, and, and here's, this is the thing. You had mentioned, uh, besides those two, you had mentioned Newton versus Trubisky, who's now signed, um, and Mariota. Yeah. Okay? Who, who, as of the latest I've heard today, is that he's working out, he's renegotiating, or he's working out a deal. He's working with, out a renegotiation, Vegas. Chris. But I think it's like, yeah. As I read it, though, he was doing that so they could trade him. He wasn't doing it to stay there. He's doing it so it's more friendly to a team for a team to trade for him is what I read. Remember, we, we were talking earlier today, you and I, about, well, you know, he he's, wants to be a backup. No, 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 no. They're doing it so they can trade him because his way his contract is currently constructed, nobody will trade for him. And they feel if they reconstruct the contract and make it more friendly to the salary cap, they'll get a team to trade for him. I'm going to say something that not many people agree with me on. And I frankly could care less. Okay. The bottom line for me is if it were and Trubisky, I realize is signed now. He signed to be a backup, right? In Buffalo. Was it Buffalo he signed with? Yeah. So if what are you writing now? What are you writing? I'm over there? writing, you writing down love some letters? notes for myself. You're writing love letters over oh, there. Come what are you on, doing? Chris. I'm working over here. You're talking about nonsense. I'm working. <laughs> so there are people that are out there that are saying, Okay, I'd rather have Trubisky. I'd rather have Mariota than Newton, right? That That's the prevailing – it seems to be the prevailing thought. He threw eight touchdowns last year. He was terrible. He looked like he was – we talked about it. We, he was awful. He looked like he threw his shoulder into every every throw, couldn't throw down the field, couldn't throw deep. Now Joe's yelling at me because there's too much sun coming in on me now, all right? It's just like – it's it's it's, it's, it's a Joe, nice he's contrast. A, he's a mess today, Joe. Didn't I'm not saying that before the show. It's a, <laughs> it's a nice contrast. It's a nice contrast with the red shirt, don't you think? Doesn't oh, the red shirt beautiful. remind you of the old jerseys? Talking about the jersey conversation, right? The old uniforms, right up there. Yeah. Look, 
so i love it anyway um here's my here's my problem okay with these people is i'm if i'm trading that guy one guy for the other if i'm saying okay i don't want newton i want mariota i want uh, or or trubisky guy like that i look at these guys and this is how this is what i say if you're going to give Newton some benefit of the doubt with, with the playbook, with the COVID, well, all the things he talked about as to what were hindrances to him being successful here. Okay. Then if I'm looking at that saying, well, okay, now he has weapons. He didn't have weapons. He was late coming in. It's a real complex system to learn. Um, he had COVID and I'm not being a, an excuse maker here. I'm basically saying, you know, I'm basically saying, these are not excuses. They're just, they're just, they're explanations. I mean, it, it, these are real things that happen. You can't just ignore them. That's like saying, you know, he had a hundred yards rushing, but 70 was on one play. He still had a hundred yards rushing. You don't, you know what I'm saying? So, okay. So if you take all those things into consideration and say, okay, well, well, maybe the shoulder was, is continuing to my bottom line mark is this. I'd rather have a guy that has the pedigree that has been in big games that has won in big games, that has been successful, that has been uh, top of the league, MVP. All of these accolades that I get happened a few years back now with, with Newton versus a guy that Chicago threw on the scrap heap, could kill us to keep, okay? And where did he go in the draft, Drabinsky, okay? And Mariota, too. Mariota went number two. So you got guys that, that are now on their second team, Okay, and Mariota may be coming up on his third team. They've never won anything. Their stats suck. Okay, they've never been in big games. They've never performed well in big games. The only playoff games that that the playoff game that Trubisky played, any you know, he did nothing. Okay, I get the kicker, you know, doink doink and and all that, but I, I want a guy that 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 has done it before, that has seen it before. That that is respected in so, the league. So Chris, that's what I'm looking so for. Chris, now. with the guys that we brought in. You think that Newton is a better option than Mariota, even though Mariota potentially, potentially could make all the throws to these new guys they brought in where we don't know what Newton's arm is. It's still a question mark. Maybe it's better. Maybe it's not. I don't know. With the you're money? Saying, you're saying you'd rather. Yeah. Yeah. Well, all well, things. We don't, we don't know what Mariota's money is going to look like, right? Well, now, it's going to be, it's going to be more than, no, it's going to be more than Newton. Yeah. It's going to be, more, gonna than be more than Newton. So if yeah. you're asking me about the money, yeah. if you're saying, if you're saying, I'm not saying money, I, but, take the money but, it's, it. but it's a factor. You can't take it out. Mark, I'm asking you about, I'm asking you about ability. If you, okay. Right, right now, as it sits right now, if, yeah. if you, if you tell me, okay, if you tell me that Mariota is going to make the same amount of money as Cam Newton. Yes. I still want to see more. Okay. I still want to see more. I, I watched a guy play one game last year. Right, that's he did okay. That's where he's going to make all this money, but because he played in one game, he ran around a little bit and he did okay. That's I, fair. I, listen, I'll still stay with Newton. That's I'll fair. stay with Newton for a couple of reasons. One, because of all the things I just mentioned. And two, he's respected in that locker room. He's that's respected fair. around the league. Guys will is. play for him. And by yeah. the way, do we know if Mariota can come in and grasp this offense? No, we don't. Have we seen him be able to to, to be succeed in any offense yet? No. Uh, uh, Trubisky has he succeeded anywhere in any offense? No. So why are we so? Why is everybody so hell bent on saying we'll be better off with him than him? I don't. I, I give me the reasons. What? Because he looks like he may have a better arm right now. 
He looks like he may run the ball, but I don't know. How, where, what are you basing that well, on? Well, no, I think, our, I think our best option, Chris, is either you trade for a guy like Watson or maybe a quarter. You, you move up in the draft or a quarterback drops in your lap and you draft a guy and, and, and he's your quarterback year two. Maybe you go, you roll with Newton this year. I, I mean, I, I don't see Newton as a, a long-term four or five-year guy. I, 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 don't, I just don't see that. I don't see necessarily see that. I mean, I could be wrong, but you know, obviously I've been wrong before, but yeah. um, you yeah. know, and we got some people chatting in right now to get to, I don't see the name and my uh, Joe, help me out over here. I, I, I can't everybody has your these, glasses. I have glasses, but it doesn't help me with all these taglines that I'm seeing. Okay. I got guys that are saying, Oh, OG, Oh, for OG. It says, uh, yo coach. I'm not, I don't know who it is, but we're happy. We're happy to have you in. This is Scott. Now it says, uh, coach Chris is the best. Hey, it's maybe one of my players that are, uh, that are chatting coach in right now. Son. Coach, huh? Scott. coach Scott and his son. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, welcome into the show, coach Scott and son. I appreciate you guys, uh, chatting in, uh, what are they talking about? He has the best offensive quality. Yeah, this is definitely said. This is my, this is my offensive coordinator right now, Chad. Now that I'm reading down the list. Okay. With my glasses. This is my offensive coordinator chatting in. It's good to have you in. Hey, listen, on a side note, I'm going to give him props, okay? Because I'm always I'm, – I'm the head coach of this team, but in all honesty, I mean, he – he, you know, I think the kids listen to him more than they listen to me. No question. But he, uh, he had a great game last Saturday. Last Saturday, we had our first regular season game um, where we, we won 44 to nothing on a mercy rule, okay? And, you know, he put up 44 points, did fantastic. Defense played well, too. But, you know, so props out to Coach Scott. Absolutely. Um, so welcome into the show. Thanks for uh, chatting in. So, yeah, Mark, listen, <clears throat> that's my that's my take on this whole situation. I mean, if you because if you're going to look at Mariota and say, OK, he's he's a guy he's you know, and I know we're way over. So we're going to get the break. Um, but he you know, he's a guy that that can play better. Well, you're, if you're basing it on two years ago or so, well, then. Should you, you can you, you want to base Newton on two years ago too? I mean, I get he has a last season where he performed terribly. The point I'm making is I don't want to trade bad for bad. That's my whole point. I don't want to go and, bad for bad when you got some, some continuity, continuity in the locker room right now. Um, <clears throat> we got to get the break, but when we come back, we're going to continue on with the Patriots talking about their free agency. But what we really want to want to talk about um, is what they're saying about the criticisms of Belichick, because this is what getting Mark and I, real hot under the collar, real pissed off about some of the flip-flopping and back and forth that's happening. And there's a javelina running through my yard right now. Joe, take us the break. How do I get to the point where I understand my passion enough to communicate it outward and dial myself in so that I can craft my own sauce. But you don't have anyone that's gonna give you the right advice. Now you do. We've been discussing where we live and what areas do we want to always talk about. And really, it's startup, it's finance, and drive. We are Special Sauce Podcast. Back in with Corso and Catone. So we're talking about the Patriots. We're talking about some of the things that are happening uh, with them. Joe's mad at me because there's too much sun on me. My offensive coordinator is chatting in, wanting to take full credit for all the good things that happen. Mark, this is a mess today. Everybody's on me, huh? You're yelling at me. 
Jeez. Well, okay. So here's the thing, Mark. Okay. And this is, this is what, this is what really, really went up, uh, really bothers me. Let's just say that. Okay. The criticism of Belichick. Okay. Now let me preface this by saying that there is no, no bigger critics of the new England Patriots than Mark and I. Okay. If you listen at all to the Pats nation all season long, Okay, and listen to the post-game show and how disgusted we were about so many issues and so many things. Okay, we're not apologists for the New England Patriots. However, what I don't like, okay, what I don't like are people coming out and giving takes uh, one day for one thing and then just completely contradicting themselves the next day or being hypocritical about, about a point or a, to- a topic. And they, go, they keep going back and forth. And all of it's criticism. There's nothing good. And, and most of it is based on facts, non-facts, just things that just are not accurate, no analysis, no breakdown. And it just irritates me. Okay. So, and who I'm talking about, and I really don't care at this point, this flag st- flagship station of the New England Patriots and in, in Boston sports. Okay. That big Jim Murray over there. Okay. This guy's a freaking jackass, Mark. This guy is a freaking jackass. Now, the other two guys, I'll let you comment on the other two guys. That's fine. But this guy, I, I, I don't know where he came from. I know that he does the, I know he does the post-game show for, this, for, this, for that station, which is, is, you know what? Bring a pillow with you, okay? Bring a pillow and have about 10 cups of coffee before you listen to that post-game show because it's atrocious, okay? The analysis sucks. The, 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 the tempo sucks. There's no excitement at all. It's just, it's just two guys that are, I mean, God, remember the days, Mark, remember the days of Tangway and Gresh? Yeah. That's those great. days. That was the greatest post game show. I'm telling you, I, 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 every, every second of that, I would want to listen to these two guys that are doing it now are the reason why we're doing it now. Yeah. They're the reason because I couldn't listen to that crap anymore. We had to do our own show. That's what I had to do in order to freaking make valid, good football points. So, Mark, okay, I'll leave it to you. I mean, you could talk about the other two guys on the show, okay? So the but- other two guys, Chris, I think are, are credible, right? So so Felger covered the Patriots for years. He, he's been on NBC Sports Boston. He had, a, he, he, you know, he helped host that at one point. And, and I just read today, Chris, he's going back. Um, the first week of April, he's going to be doing the, um, the, the NBC Sports Tonight show from like 9 to – 11, I think, on, on Monday through Thursday. Who so they this just again? signed him, Felger. So they just signed him to a, a deal, you know? So he's knowledgeable. He knows football. He understands Yeah, I mean, football. he's been around. He's a fixture in, in, he's a fixture. in, in, in Boston he can make, he media. He makes cognizant points. Yeah, he gets people riled up sometimes, but purposely, because, yeah, he's got to sell his show and he's got to mock it himself, right? But he understands the sport. And, Ma- and, and, and Maz knows the sport and Maz is a if you listen to his baseball show he knows baseball right he understands baseball he understands pitching he understands he understands the actual nuances of of being successful in baseball i give those two guys credit they, they all listen it's a sh- talk talk show right it's a radio show they, they, they're gonna razz the the, the the callers a little bit and and, and they, that give and take is what makes you tune in every day and listen right but this guy murray to your point chris He's not just a jackass. He's an imbecile, an absolute yeah. imbecile. Yeah, like you said, I'll with give his it creeps to- with his creamsicle sweatshirt. I'll give it to Tony Maz. Okay, I'll give it to yeah. Tony Maz. Not only is he a good baseball mind and 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 has been around Boston sports for his whole life, 
he's a very intelligent person. He's a oh, smart positive. guy. Oh, he he's is. just Absolutely. an intelligent guy. Absolutely. Okay. So yeah, I, they have my respect and I get what they're trying to do. You like you say, Mark, they, they, you're trying to, they're trying to antagonize a bit to, to, to promote it to, you know, maybe a boring time of the year where it's not, you know, there's not as much happening, although free agency, NCAA, all that's going on, but you know, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But this guy, okay. So talking about some of the things that, you know, and we, that you and I want to get to. Okay. So this is what the, first of all, he says, Belichick will never spend. I don't know. He's got these glass sunglasses on inside with the taxi cab hat. And maybe, maybe he's got an issue. He's going to wear the sunglasses inside. So if he does, then I apologize, but he's sitting over there with a stupid creamsicle and he's all happy. <laughs> he's all happy when Brady wins and all this. And I keep saying, go back, go down to Tampa. Okay. Go work for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers flagship station. See how that goes for you for a while. See if you don't drown yourself down there in the, in the canal. Okay. But anyway, so he talks about Belichick and they'll never spend. They're going to be like this for the next however many years because they won't, they won't spend. They can't get, they're never going to get guys to come here because of the way they treated Brady and what happened with Brady. They can never, they're never going to do it. They'll never get guys to come here. Any of that happened. Okay. So Mark, if that's the case, then tell me how it is that Van Noy came, Henry came, Anderson came, Bourne came, Aguilar came, Judon came, Mills came. Okay. Who am I missing? Jonu Smith came. Mark, is it, is it me or are those guys, were those guys, some of those guys at the top of the market in Absolutely. free agency? Positively. Okay. So moron. Okay. They are going to spend money because they have to spend money. That's how teams have to do it. Okay, so now the next the next point, Mark, was, okay. well, Brady left and now, you know, they have to be like all the other bad teams. They're just like every other bad team now and they have to spend money now. I'll I'll give you this one, Mark. They're just like every other team. Now, they're any every other bad football team and only bad football teams have to spend money to get guys in here. So, Chris, go ahead. So so we talked about the nature of the league, right? The nature of the league is you pay. That's that's what this league has become. No one's giving you a discount anymore. And he wants to talk about since Brady left. What the heck did Tampa Bay just do? They paid. Those guys didn't go stay in Tampa Bay at reduced rates because they want to win a championship with Brady. No, they didn't. Shaq Barrett is getting paid at the top of the scale for a defensive end. David, the, the, the linebacker, was getting paid at, at the top of the scale for his position. Um, Godwin is getting... Top of the, he's getting eighteen and a half million dollars. He's getting top of the scale. They franchised him for crying out loud, and then they just signed um, the other linebacker. So everybody they've signed, they've paid Gronk eight million dollars for has been. He he blocks and catches. Please, it could be ten. They paid at the top of the market for every single one of those guys. So are they a bad team? No, they just won a Super Bowl. That's what you have to do in the two thousand and twenty one NFL. And I hear the argument back. Oh, the argument back is, well, you know, look at last year, though. The guys that contributed in the Super Bowl were the guys that Brady brought in. And they came in and reduced those guys that came in. The three guys that scored in the Super Bowl, okay, that were Brady guys that he brought in. One was retired, okay. One was out of football. And the other one was about to be. Okay. I mean, like Fournette, you know, his best days are behind him. 
So, yeah. so, yeah, those guys may have taken a little less money to come there, but it isn't because it isn't because, well, we, we had all these other choices. Antonio Brown had so many other choices, right, Mark, to go to? He had yeah, so many he other places choice, he could yeah. go. Gronk. Gronk was a trade. He didn't have a choice. No. New England said, you can have him. You can have his rights. He didn't provide. What did he provide him all season? Okay. Joe gave us the numbers last week, and they weren't terrible. Okay. They were, no, no, no. They weren't terrible. You, you're going to tell me. And Antonio Brown, Antonio Brown gave them, I think, a little bit more than I thought that he gave them. He, gave them, he ended up catching like 40-something balls. I but get the it. point is, they were but done. They were out of football. They were out of they football. Were yeah, done. They were finished. So, so but, like, but but this year they kept talking about oh they're gonna keep the band together. Yeah, they kept the band together. They paid top value for all those guys, right. every one of them. They didn't get those guys on the cheap to play with Brady this year. Maybe yeah. year one, like you said, those three guys, okay, fine. But this year, they paid at the top of the market for every single one of those guys, Tampa. So I don't yeah. want to hear that nonsense. Jim Murray, you come, he's a complete fool. I yeah. want him to come on the show. I challenge him to come on this show and talk to you for 15 minutes, Chris. Hey, you know what? Hey, you know what? And, and, and you know what? They're, they're probably not listening to us. They're too big deal to listen to us. But bottom line, if this can, hey, Joe, if you could trickle this back to these guys. Yeah. Big Jim Murray, take your sunglasses, take your creamsicle shirt, take your number 12 hat. Come on our show on a Tuesday, on a Tuesday night, 8 p.m. Eastern, if you're still awake. Okay. And you're still coherent. Come on this show. And, and I won't even prepare. I won't read a single note. You come on and defend yourself. Defend your take, your takes, okay? Since the end of the football season to now, to what you think of Belichick, what they've done, what they can do, and and what the and better yet, what the image is of Bill Belichick by everybody else around the league. Because according to you, okay, according to you, people think he's a joke. People think that it was all Tom Brady and Belichick had nothing to do with it, okay? And according to you that he's he's not a guy that players even like yet yet we keep hearing guys talk stellar about Belichick we you know you you heard Danny Amendola say a bunch of things okay and all of a sudden that's the law right that's the law and that's one thing I love about this guy okay everything somebody says about the Patriots and Bill Bell and like I said don't get me wrong I'm not a homer nobody criticizes the, he's the he his drafts sucked they sucked period. And that's why that's one of the reasons why they're having to spend money because they draft sucked, not because Brady left. It's got nothing to do with Brady leaving. It's like, it's like Brady left and now all of a sudden they have to spend money. And we're going to talk, give me a second to talk about that. But this guy's saying nobody likes him. Amendola, something negative was said about Belichick. And now all of a sudden, you know, Amendola said well, Chris, it that, that way. It's law. The, Chris, Hold on. The guy, Stafford. Chris. Hang on, Stafford, okay? That statement. Stafford, through three, third hand, it was this guy said it to this guy who said it to them, that Stafford said, I I'll go anywhere but New England. That was the quote, right? I'll go anywhere. Well, it turned out it wasn't that. It was, I want to go to a team. First it was, then well, then it, second was, I want to go to a place, or there's a list of teams I don't want to go to, and then it turned out I want to go to a place that, that, is, is, is set to win or is in that situation or LA is the only, really the only place that I want to go. So none of that was even true, but they took it for gospel. They took it for truth. Yet Tom Brady comes out and says some things about Belichick in an, in a positive way. And he's full of it. He's full of crap. Belichick, Brady's just saying that because it's the media and this and that, you know, Danny Amendola though, everything he's saying is accurate. Cause he's not jaded. They took him off the scrap heap from St. Louis and brought him in. And he was done when he left New England. Done. Okay. Belichick, Belichick gave that guy four, four, five more years than he would have ever had. 
okay? But he was all pissed off. So Brady says all those nice things, and that can't be true because Brady's actions, you know, show differently. What actions? The fact that he left or the fact that the Patriots were done? They made a mistake, but I think it was more that. So this guy, you know, nobody wants to play for Belichick, yet, yet, yet here they are, okay? Here are all these guys that have come in, the Hunter Henrys, the Jonu Smiths, the Judans, these, the Aguilar, all these guys that could have gone somewhere else, but they came to New England without Tom Brady. Mark, how, how do you explain that? Well, Chris, because if you – listen, this league, we talked about this, Chris, a few weeks ago. It's This league is, is about – got to pay, right? It's about image. It's about making – it's about um, – you know, product endorsements. It's it's this league is they don't care if if listen, new the New York Jets are getting free agents. They're a cartoon character organization. They're a joke. The New York Jets are a joke, and they're getting guys to go there. Why? Because you have to pay. That's the nature of this league. All New England's doing is what all thirty other teams are doing. They're not doing anything different. Tampa Bay just did it. So they just want to pick on New England because because they, they because it's good media, right? Oh, yeah, New England's going to do this because of this. The entire league does it. Wake up, understand the league, understand where this league is now, and, and maybe you could actually come up with an educated take. Yeah, if you want to say, listen, if you want to say, hey, look, the Patriots have to spend a ton of money now because they didn't get it done in the draft. We agree with that. And I've heard him say that, too. That's fine. I get that. Okay? I agree with that. That's a legitimate complaint. A I agree Brelichek has sucked over the last three or four drafts. Mark and I have highlighted it over and over and over and over again over at the Pats Nation every year. Don't even bring up Harry, okay, who, by the way, they, they should trade. So, you know, but don't say that guy that, that the genius of Belichick is gone because guys won't come, guys won't come here anymore on prove-it deals. Um, guys won't come on team friendly deals anymore. They won't do it because of, you know, the, the Patriot mystique is gone. And so guys aren't doing that crap. Mark, let me tell you something. Okay. These prove it deals, these deals that these guys keep talking about that guys will come in and take less money just to play with Brady. Mark, that crap hasn't had, Oh, guys will stay with new England. You know, they'll bring guys in for a year, but guys, guys will stay with new England just because of Brady. Mark. Then how do you explain Revis, Browner? You know, how do you explain these guys that came here for a year and then left? Yeah, because we, didn't continue, we didn't continue to pay them. Brady was still here. And then his eyes, well, that's the point. That's the point. Those guys could leave. And because Brady was here, he'd take anybody and make them better. But that's not what he's saying. What he's saying is we now need to pay people because Brady, you know, because Brady left and saying, well, you know, you could get crappy guys and Brady makes them better. Okay, fine. I get that part. I get that part of it. Okay. But to act like Belichick is a stooge now, just because Brady isn't here because he's paying guys. That's been the landscape of the league forever. Let me go back to 2007. And I've heard them talk about Randy Moss and say, well, Moss stalwart welcome that crew that came in, you know, that's the last time they spent money. Mark, those guys, you know, Stallworth was more heralded than Randy Moss was at the time. Randy Moss was playing for Oakland, and he was at the end. People thought yeah, he, he was, was done. He was almost out of football, yeah. People thought he was done. The he, resurrected his, he resurrected his career here, and then we gave him money after right. the fact. The bigger signing. And Welker came here, Chris, from, from Miami. He was on like a... a, a a real low budget deal at the time. So the question I have is if, if it was all about Tom Brady, then why didn't these guys stay? Why didn't they stay and take less money to stay? 
Why did why did Long leave? Why did uh, Legarrette Blunt leave? You know why 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 did Revis leave? Brown. Why did these guys leave then? If if, if it was just about Chris, Tom even Brady back in the win, day, we why? let guy even back in the day we let Deion Branch leave because we weren't paying him what he was looking for. Right. Remember? Exactly. So again, you know, the guys that they brought in on prove it deals were guys that were almost done. So when you talk about, yeah, Brady made and a yes, lot of guys Brady better. Did, yes, and he Brady did. did make those guys better. He, he absolutely, absolutely did. did. He, he absolutely did. did. And he's saying, well, we can't do that anymore. Nobody can do that anymore. The league is completely changed. Chris, but and, and at this stage of his career, Brady can't do it anymore. That's why they're paying all these guys to stay in Tampa. Brady isn't going to take a scrap heap receiver and make him better anymore. He, he's not at that stage of his career anymore. Yeah. And, 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 and what's funny and what's what pisses me off, too. And I, Joe, I know we're along and we're over. And we're going to go long tonight. That's it. I don't care. What pisses me off, OK, also is now trying to skew the facts to to make to make the argument better or to make it look better. And this is how they're doing it. You got a guy that comes out today. Uh, the Mills comes out, and talks highly of Belichick, comes out highly talking. I don't believe that. Matt said it. Nah, I don't buy that. I don't buy that. He's just in the media. He's just in the press. He's just saying what he has to say. That's one. The second, the second, um, the second guy was born saying, you know, I want I can't wait to play with Cam. I'm excited to play with Cam. Can't wait to do it. You know, and Bill and Bill. Okay. Nah, they say they, they, they poo pooed that. Nah, you know, they're well, just Chris, saying that because they knew and they're here Chris, and all that. You know, yeah. But Chris, you know what I right? took more stock in? Hmm. Is is Bourne also mentioned the fact that now this is a guy Chris who didn't leave here on good terms and 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 their relationship is kind of fractured. Um, at least that's how it's been reported. Um, Welker Wes Welker is works with the wide receivers in San Fran, and when Bourne said, "I'm thinking I'm going to sign with New England," Welker said to him, "That's a great move. That's a great place to play. Go there." Now, this is a guy who, who did not leave here on the best terms with, with Belichick, and they kind of had a falling out. And Wasn't he telling, the, isn't he the receiver's coach there? Yes, and he's telling Bourne, if you could, that, that's a great place to sign. Good luck. They, 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 you'll learn a lot there. Yeah, I didn't he hear that. He told him that. Yes. Well, I didn't hear these guys talking about that. And then now, the Why the would they thing? bring that up? That, doesn't, yeah. that, doesn't, that disagrees with their narrative. Right. And, Mark, and the, la- the other thing that I, that I heard, okay, <laughs> and this was the topper today. Okay, which is Hunter Henry. So they played the soundbite. I heard the soundbite today of Hunter Henry being introduced to the to the to the uh, to the media, and they asked him about playing with Cam Newton, and his response was like this: "Yeah, I'm excited. Playing just monotone. That's it." They went. They took that. Now, now the statements that were all good about playing with Cam Newton and about uh, Bel- Belichick. They poo-pooed those. They said, nah, that's just a media thing. You know, that doesn't really mean anything. Okay. They listened to the Hunter Henry uh, soundbite, and this was the reaction to that. You can read all in between that. You can read in between those lines. Look at his look at his level of enthusiasm or lack of enthusiasm. He clearly doesn't want to play with Cam Newton. There must be another move that they told him about of another quarterback that's going to be coming in. Like Belichick would ever share that with anybody before it's happening. But, you know, there must be some other quarterback move that's going to be made Chris, Chris, that he knows about. Guy. And he's this just answering. No way. Go Henry ahead. Chris is a guy, though. Chris, that could have gotten money somewhere else. Obviously, he was at the top Just of the class. So, yep. so 
he probably would have got just as much money, maybe, maybe not as much, maybe a little less, but he would have gotten just as much money anywhere because he's at the top of the class. And, and we had already signed the tight end on top of it before right. him. And he still came here. Right. Come on. So, so, so the, so the, so the argument of, uh, you can read between that. They must've told him something else. Are you seriously telling me, are you really fishing that hard to down Brady and to down Belichick? And Cam New, are you really, really want to down the flagship station? Mark wants to down that organization and speculate so badly. Okay, when the people that are saying the words that they want to be there and they like it, they're they're reading into that in such a degree. They're taking they're taking so many leaps on that that it's friggin' absurd to me. For the, the question I want to ask them is: Have you ever met Hunter Henry? Have you ever talked to Hunter Henry? Have you ever, I'll, I'll challenge these guys to ask them, have you ever even heard Hunter Henry in a press conference before today? They don't, they ever. Don't, no, of course they haven't. No. So they don't not. know his temperament. They don't know his personality. They don't know if he's just a dry guy. That if he's yeah. just a dry guy, then that's how he talks. They got, they have no clue. Yet they want to read all these things. And I get it. It's to promote the show, but they want to read all these things into that statement because it was too dry. So now he must have known something else that's going on. They want on to promote the show, Chris, but they you know? sound like idiots. I mean, they do. On. They it sound like morons, point, and that's my point. It gets to a certain point where, yeah, you want to promote your show, but then there's a fine line between promoting your show and sounding like a bunch of idiots. And, Ted, and when they make takes like that, they sound right. like they sound like complete idiots. Why, no, why would anybody tune in to listen to them? They don't even know what they're talking about. You know, and, and you and, and yeah, and you say, I heard, I heard that fool Murray say. Yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I was playing with Justin Herbert. Yeah. Now you're asking me about Cam Newton. Oh, sure. I sure. I want to play with Newton. Oh, my God. Does this moron. Did, did we trade for. Did I miss something, Mark? Like you just said, did we trade for Hunt? Even you got people coming in over there that want to that want to chime in on this. Too, I don't know what that was. Did you just correct me if I'm wrong? Did they trade for Hunter Henry? No, no. He chose that, right? Yes. Just like you said, after they already signed Smith, the other tight end. Yes. He chose there. So he chose not to go back to, and so what? Well, you're saying that that Belichick went and made a good enough pitch to him and 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 sold him on a on a bill of goods. Well, then if he did that, then he's still a genius, then isn't he? He's yeah. still working at the top of his game. Then if he was able to sell Hunter Henry on Cam Newton and a bill of goods to come into New England, either yeah. way, Murray, you're wrong and you're a moron and you sound like a moron. And the only reason why I'm listening to it is so that I could come on my show and let everybody know what kind of fool you are. So again, like Mark said, come on, talk to us, bring it all over here. Let me know. And by the way, the last thing I'll say, and then we'll get to our final break. <laughs> this whole idea, they can't get guys to take team friendly deals anymore, right? They can't get guys to take team-friendly deals anymore. Can't do it. Can't do it, right, Mark? That's what they said, right? That's what they Ain't said. Gonna, not going to do it anymore. No, Brady can't do it, right? Today, I hear them talking about the Andrews deal, okay? That's the ultimate team-friendly deal. It is. And, 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 but, but you know what, Mark? The, 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 the rhetoric wasn't, hey, the Patriots still have it. They still got it in them. They could still get it done with their own guys. No, no, no. It wasn't that. You know what it was? It was shame on the Patriots for doing that. Shame on the Patriots for doing that to David Andrews because he had an issue that was beyond football injury. You know, he had the the, the problem. What, so shame on them. This is a guy that, that deserves the money. Do, what does that have to do with the contract he signed? This is a guy that deserves more money. This is a guy that deserves a payday. And New England is shortchanging this guy. Hey, guys, which way do you want it? 
Which way do you want it? You want to give them pro- you want them to sign guys on team friendly deals and give them props for it, or do you or do you want them to just pay everybody, or do you want it where they 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 are just a bad football team that has to pay everybody, yet they just signed they signed two or three guys to team friendly deals. Mock, I can't even I can't even follow the landscape of this 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 idiocy that I'm hearing. Okay, that's why we are the real deal New England feel because you're going to get it all laid out for you perfectly every single time. Not perfectly, but you're going to get it laid out and real. It's going to be real. These fools are just trying to get you to call the show. That's all they're doing. Call the show. Let me be an antagonist. Murray, you're a moron. Come on this show. Talk to us. I'll throw all the notes out. Come on. You and me, bring it on the show. Let's go through it. Joe, get him on the show because I want that debate. I want Murray. That's it. Get him on this damn show. You lost your mind tonight. Lost your him, mind. And tell him to wear that freaking creamsicle ugly ass shirt he wears with that stupid number 12 hat. That's all I have to say. Uh, we, we, Mark, we didn't get the NCAA. I know that you wanted to talk about That's that. Right. That's but right. the only, the only all thing I, I wanted to know is my team. Illinois is out. How's Illinois? That's all I wanted to ask. Is how did how did Illinois do? They're out. Where's Gonzaga at right now? They're in. They're That's still, still in. in it. Still in it. Here we go. Listen, when we come back, we're going to have our closing remarks. We went long tonight, but I, I felt it needed to be said and all of this stuff. So we'll come back with our closing thoughts, preview of the next show. Corso and Catone after this. It's that time again for a timeout for a message from one of our sponsors. No one ever thinks they will be in the need of a criminal or traffic lawyer, but things happen. Corso Law Group is Arizona's leading criminal and traffic law firm. Their 20-plus years' experience and attention to detail has helped thousands of people all across this great country who found themselves in a situation in Arizona. So whether it's a traffic ticket or if you need reduced DUI or more serious issues, call or go online to CorsoLawGroup.com and talk with these expert attorneys who I know will help you. Corso Law Group. Back in with Corso and Katoa. Mark, I'm seriously, I think I lost my mind in that last segment. I seriously think I lost my mind talking about Big Jim Dummy, you know? And that's how we're going to talk about him from now on. Big Jim Dummy. Big Jim Dummy. So, Mark, listen, final thoughts on today. Well, Certainly, you said it's a dead time. Certainly, it was an exciting show. I'll tell you that. It wasn't dead. Well, uh, my final thing is this, Chris. I'm really interested to see the uh, NBA trade deadline is Thursday. So I'm interested to see, you know, what just happens. And do the Celtics actually make a move? Because my my take is, listen, they're a 500 team. Unless something drastically changes, they're going to probably sit in the seventh or eighth spot for the rest of the season, sneak into the playoffs, and I don't expect them to do much. But I am very interested to see if something does happen before Thursday or on Thursday. Yeah, Mark, I have one final thought, one final thought only as to this show, okay? The flagship station is dead, okay? They're morons, and they need to go away now. That's it. The other two guys, fine, fine. They're fixtures. In well, the flagship sports. station is is okay. It's 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 one character. You know what I'm talking about. It. I'm talking about yeah. these. I'm talking about the guys. I'm not talking about the station itself. Yeah. I'm talking about. No, we, these yeah, no, yeah, that one guy. The, the the two vets. The two vets. They get all my respect. Give them props. I see what they're trying to do. They're trying to drum it up. I get it. Yeah. I don't know who this guy is, but I can't wait to debate him. I want him so badly, you know. But listen, you tune into Pat's Nation, come this fall. 
and you listen to the real post game show because that's the thing. That's where you're going to get all your information. I don't even think they have an idea about an X and what an X and an O is, Mark, in in in, in the game of football. No, they so, don't. That's my take. Got a little hot today. I uh, hope you all enjoyed it. Tune in next week. I'm going to be back talking about yeah more Celtics, probably, hopefully not more mediocrity. We'll see what they do in the draft. Like Mark said, talk about the Bruins as well. Baseball starting up, so we want to get into that. It's going to be starting soon. We want to talk about the Yankees, talk about the Red Sox and some of the things they're doing. Mark wants to preview those teams and what those lineups may or may not look like. March Madness will keep going. Mark's bracket is completely busted at this point. Oh. Uh, mine's still going. Mine's still going. So we'll talk more about uh, or uh, some about the NCAA tournament. Tune in at, at 8 p.m. now, 8 p.m. Eastern time with the uh, Daylight Savings, 8 p.m. Eastern time, 5 o'clock Pacific time to uh, Corson Wicketone. Joe will have us up on YouTube all this week. You can listen to the show again. Subscribe. Hit that thumbs up. Uh, we could always always like your support. We appreciate everybody that chatted in tonight and uh, let us know their, their thoughts. So that's it, Mark. For Mark Atone, and Joe Guarneri. I'm Chris Corso. So long, everyone.